This episode of Don't Laugh But contains strong language. Okay, here we are again. Welcome, are we recording? Yes, we are. We've got the bleep on the pad. The, what? Mm. Yeah. They're like the signal, the signal that, that sparks life. Yeah, the, the signal that sparks life. I'm going to eat a curly whirly while we're doing this, is that all right? Who brings a multi-pack of curly whirlies just for themselves that to, be, uh, to a podcast? That will be me. Okay. That's who does that. Um, I've, yes, welcome back, yes, Rebecca Elliott. I know. It's been Two a, weeks. It's been a couple of weeks. I'm Kirsty Hudson. Welcome to Don't Laugh But. I'm Rebecca Elliott. And yeah. I, I would also like to welcome you. Welcome. Mm. I missed you. Uh, yeah. I missed Don't Laugh But. Me or the what? people? The people. I've oh, okay. You. Yeah, the people. Yeah. The DLBers, the butters, yeah. the people. Our people who are listening, I miss them. Um, yeah. I've got lots to talk about. Well, away whoa there, Pickle. Oh. Whoa. Ooh. So this week we're going to be talking about parties. But I think we've got a couple of things first. Yeah, I've got more um, than a couple. And also this week's quite exciting because we have reached out to the butters to get their own stories, their own takes on and they've, things. They've, they've they have stuff. They have supplied us with some good fodder. I feel they're good people. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So we'll get on to that later. I'm excited about that bit. Um, new and exciting, fresh. New I was ideas. gonna. I was gonna talk to you about feminist t-shirts. Right. Okay. So on Facebook, they had put a, a an advert. You know, they pick. They'd obviously chosen that I was someone who was likely to buy a feminist t-shirt that mm-hmm. says "girl power." Whatever. That would be it. an algorithm that makes that. It's an algorithm. Anyway, so these this this advert for feminist t-shirts came up. And there was lots of like girl power, which is uh, it's fine if you are a girl, but I think if you're a, a woman who's a feminist, you're not going to wear that. That's fine. That's fine. And then there was like woman up. Okay, fine. Uh, there was a good one that was girls just want to have fundamental rights. That was quite good. I'm not going to buy it. That'd be insane. But it was quite clever. Yeah. But then, anyway, there were some problematic ones. Mm-hmm. One t-shirt said feminist killjoy. Now, if you are a feminist, this is aimed at. Feminist. feminist people yes why would you wear why one would you want to wear one that says feminist killjoy and there was another i don't one. understand what that means explain that so you're a killjoy of the feminist yeah so like so you're a boring feminist so i'm a feminist therefore i'm a, i don't like to party or have fun because i'm killjoy or or what is that that really for men to wear no <laughs> No, it's not. What are you talking about? Then this one is really in your Mm -hmm. face. This T-shirt said, take your sexist, racist, homophobic BS elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Now, that's quite a confrontational T-shirt, right? I like it, but I don't want them to take it elsewhere. Really? Well, because they might take it to someone who really, they could really upset. Yes. What I want them to do is shut the F up. But the thing is, if you're wearing a T-shirt that says yes. "Take your sexist, racist, homophobic BS elsewhere," mm-hmm. you'd have to only talk to people whilst wearing that T-shirt who were sexist, homophobic, racists. <laughs> you couldn't wear that and then just go and talk to your nan, and then your sh- your, your tits are just shouting at her. <laughs> nan, look at this. Take yeah. your sexist, racist BS elsewhere, nan. Oh, I like it though. Um, then I don't want to take it elsewhere. They've just got to stop it. Fine. Then mm-hmm. this is the one that really got me. Okay. You ready for this? Hold my horses. Ovaries before broveries. <laughs> now, I like that. Now, I get the sentiment. Okay, Ooh. it's like, and forgive my French here. It's like chicks before dicks. It's saying don't don't break up with your girlfriends over a guy. Okay, yeah. I, I get this. Fine, but I'm sorry. 
ovaries before broveries. Broveries isn't a word. thing. No, what is You may as well say fallopian tubes before bravo- bravopian exactly. tubes. Exactly. It makes and just no... Just put putting the word bro before anything. Vagina before brogina. Or, yeah. Or it doesn't work. It's not a thing. Vagina works. But no, it doesn't. No, but it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It does it. Because bromance works because it's like romance. We put bro there and everyone gets what it means. Broveries. Broveries. Made me live it. Yeah, it made me laugh about ovaries And you know what? Like, ovaries can be cause a little bit of pain as well. Can they? Oh. You can't feel your ovaries. Oh, sometimes when you're having your period come in and you oh, I gotta... But oh. that's just random oh. interior pain. I you can't that, no. distinguish, like, oh, today my fallopian tube is aching. No, I think it's in the ovary area. You're listening to the moronic musings of Kirsty Hudson and Rebecca Elliott. Two women willing to laugh at each other's jokes so that you don't have to. Go on uh, then, what no, you got? Like, well, firstly, wait, wait words. Mm-hmm. Who, like, I've got, firstly, I've got lots of interesting things to say. Well, I've got, <laughs> hold on, hold on. I think I'll be the judge of that. Let me, let me quote for that. I've got lots of things to say. I won't be as bold. I did say I was bold saying it's interesting. Yeah, that was a bold statement. That was statement. a bold statement. Yeah. I'm going to retract that. Okay. But anyway, I'm going to say it anyway. You've got lots of stuff to say, so, some of which might be interesting. Words. Whose bright idea was it to decide that we need more than one word for one word? What's <laughs> meaning? It wasn't someone's bright idea. Who? It Who wasn't just that? Shakespeare going, you know what, I'm bored of just having one word for one thing. But why didn't someone just go, hold up, we've got a word for that already. <laughs> Stop right there. That Don't is, need it. That's, that's the, the magic of language no, we don't need it. and you know as a comedian who writes you know jokes well, that some words you know mean the same but you change it for another word and boom it's funnier or it's snappier or it mean, and it's the same when you're when you're writing a novel yes okay the okay. same word can mean lots of things mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. the when you pick the right one it just sounds beautiful that is the wonder of language can, i yes. can't believe you're questioning that I, I, i'll give it to you if you want to write a book you want to have a bit of creativity you want to tell a joke you want to do a play you can use those words yeah but in real life also normal people should just have one set of words one. assigned to them it would stop lots of confusing situations at times okay you know i just sometimes think really do we need more words to describe that Yes, I think we do. Okay. Well, I mean, if I you go around, you know, if something's today. beautiful, if you can only use the word beautiful, that gets boring quite quickly. But then everyone just knows what it is. It's beautiful. Yeah, I know, but you want to be, you want to be expressive with yes. your language. Goes, that's I wonderful. Like that's words. gorgeous. That's delightful. That's spectacular. Oh, I knew you proved my point, Monk. I thought <laughs> that was a really good point. It's I a, no, no, it that's a that's a fantastic, brilliant, wonderful, enchanting right. point. Okay, do you see what I did there? Beautiful. That was I did. I saw you had a play on words. You went all Russell Brand esque. Um, <laughs> Hardly beautiful. Uh, anyway, also right. Imagine yes. the scene. Yeah. I'm in a boat. Yeah. I'm fishing off the coast of Africa. When? <laughs> just bear, stay with me. It's a story. Okay. I'm in a boat. I'm fishing off the coast of Africa. Uh, it's the night time. I get up to go to the toilet. Yeah. I go to the toilet. When I go to the toilet, the boat sinks. All of my, uh, my fishermen crew, they die. I'm at the bottom of the ocean in a toilet. I've got a tiny bit of air. Yeah. Would I live? Well, you'd, you'd live in, until either the water came into the, the cubicle. You're in a cubicle I'm on a boat. I'm at the bottom of the ocean, bear in mind. I'm at the bottom. Well, there's several things that are going to kill of the you ocean. there. Either the water is going to break through because the pressure when you're at the bottom of the ocean is going to be greater 
And so that the even if you've got an incredibly strong cubicle, the water's going to break through and drown you. Right. Or if you're lucky enough to be in a very airtight toilet cubicle, then eventually you'll run out of air. Yeah. Well, he this there was a story. What's about, your point? This this man. Did so, this actually happen? This actually happened to a man. He got up to go to the toilet. That saved his life. He then he he managed to go across because he needed to get warm to go across. So he found he managed to get across and he could get hear across where the boat. You need more words. He's in the boat. That's your problem. You've not got enough. I see you've got like thirty or forty no, words. Maybe that's I wonder the you have problems describing things. Maybe that's the problem. I just crossed because I don't have enough. Anywho, you you called across. What are you talking he about? He called across the boat. The boat. He's in the boat. Bear in mind, why he's crossing, he could hear fish eating his colleagues on the boat. On the boat, and then he gets like into another uh, bit of the boat where he can have about four foot of air, and he make he gets on a mattress because he's so cold. Hypothermia setting, and he's at the bottom of the ocean. Bear in mind. So he is in the belly of the boat in case. So he's got air. Yes, just a tiny bit of air. He His sailor there, friends almost, have died. Hang on, whoa there, pickle. Whoa. Mm. I'll tell you what I'm finding a problem oh, with. Right. I'll tell you I've what I'm finding a problem No, hang on. He could hear his colleagues being eaten by fish. Yes. At that point, you lost me. They were dead. They, yeah, but they're floating to the surface. No, they're in the boat, aren't they? They can't. Where are they going to float to? Why? They're, they're in, in the, the boat. boat. He's in the boat. Not all of them are in the boat. Some of them are in the boat. But the fish just immediately start eating them. That's not... Bear in mind, he'd been in there almost three days at this point. But there were piranhas and sharks there because other fish wouldn't bother. I don't know. How, what, I'm so just saying that. Okay, fine, fine. World, we'll, get, we'll get past that. You know for a fact that the fish world is only piranhas and sharks that eat something. <laughs> yeah. I think of the eels. Yeah, okay, fine. The <laughs> eels. Anyway, so he, right, they, yes. they, they they find that this is wrecked. They have one survivor book out. They couldn't find it. Everyone's dead. Then he, they'd heard this tapping, and they, they did another one to go even deeper, and they found him alive. He survived. He's the only man wow. on record to survive at the bottom of the ocean. Wow. For d- almost three days he lived there for. Would I, do, would, would I be able to do that, do you think? No. No, I don't think I would. No. Uh, but what would you do, like, say everyone did die? Say you're in a situation, a disaster. Yeah, disaster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and everyone dies. Mm-hmm. Would you, because I don't think I could kill myself. No. Would you, could you see, like, if I'm if I'm in the Lacopolacoblis. If you had a what? That wasn't even a word. Apocalypse. Oh, apocalypse, right. I think I'd want to die first. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I think a, we've said this before. I'd go out and just yeah. sacrifice myself. The thought of running around. Anyway, today, another thing that's happened to me today. Well, that's, well, that's a disturbing story to start with. We start with something was, light. No, that that was is a, not light. No, 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 no. But he survived, though. That's, that's the that's beauty good. of the story. Okay, I, know, I know Eleven died, but he lived. Yes. He lived at the bottom of the ocean. I know, I get it. God, that's a that's a story of miraculous proportions, right? That there. is, that is. Um, um, well done. So another thing, right? This is this is my Rudy bit that we might yeah. need to edit. Oh, okay. A lot. Mm-hmm. A lot. Of <laughs> so it just it. This is like because you know, like I like a bit of spirituality. I like the whole. Yeah. You know, I, I do weird things. Yeah. Um, I do weird things. So this this quote came up today on one of my spiritual kind of Facebook pages. Okay. And it says, "Can someone please tell me how to surrender and surrender to God more?" When it feels like I'm being metaphorically ass raped every five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is a 
natural person. <laughs> oh, I want to repeat that line, but I can't. Oh, we can't say that. Oh, well, wow. Okay, so we'll, so we'll do it. We'll do the the um, cleaner cleaner version. version. So, so someone. So there's no person. cleaner version. There's just the. So something. <laughs> So this is on a really spiritual, peace-filled page. <laughs> Can someone tell me how to surrender to God when it feels like I'm being metaphorically or metaphysically? Metaphorically. Metaphorically. So something happened to the bottom. <laughs> yes. Every five minutes. <laughs> Did they elaborate on why they feel that? But there was no. Th- there was thirty-six comments to give us some advice, and I'm going to read through those tonight. But it just made me laugh so much that this poor woman oh. doesn't know how to surrender and surrender more when to God. When it's it like... such a beautiful statement to start with. I know. Surrender to God when it feels like I'm being wow. That yes, is... that's every a... five minutes. Every five minutes. I just thought that was the, that was just perfect. Where you just feel like life has oh, got you. You know, yeah. I've had a, my sister's not been very well, so life's been a bit hard this couple of weeks. And. Um, Your sister's not real. She's well, not bless her. Yeah. We said love to her. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's like that just made me go, God, yeah. Sometimes life can feel a little bit like that. Yes. Like, and then we go, oh, yeah, it's God. Yeah, really. You know what I mean? Like yeah. That, it yeah. Did, like it's just a hugely funny quote, but it just did make me think. Actually, it's that a, is quite a good, good expression one of as well. How one can well, feel? Yeah. yeah. Right. Parties. Parties. Come on. Party time. Parties. So what, what do we think of parties? What do we think of parties? Do you, do you like parties? Do I like a party? I love a party. Yeah. I get very excited about getting invited to parties. Do you prefer hosting your own or going to one hosted by someone else? I like a bit of both, but I do sometimes get nervous when I have a party. Why yes, I come I think that's a human condition. You know, going, yeah. are people, am I liked enough for people to come? Yeah. Um, I will always try and go to a party if someone invites me because I feel that... It's a lot of work to do a party, and I feel like, yeah. um, I just, you know, I want to rock up. But I just love parties. I like being around people. Um, when you're busy, parties kind of feel an inconvenience. Like, yeah. But I love a party. I love drinking at a party. I love party food. I think food, I had a question about this food for you. Mm-hmm. So I've got one group of friends, where they do parties, they're amazing at parties, mm-hmm. but they always serve food, like, in a, in a what they're called, um, and on a tray, it's called an hors d'oeuvre. So they take them around d'oeuvre. the party, right? Mm-hmm. I struggle with that because I'm constantly right. there. And what I'm doing is I'm chatting, I'm having a conversation. And you've got one eye on the I tray. And I see the tray and I'm like, the tray's not coming near me. It's not yeah. coming near me. Is it coming. one tray or is it several in a it rotation? Will, it will come round and then they'll do it with another one in a minute. Like and like her mum does it all and they're really good for it. I'm thinking, I really want to eat that. Yeah, I, re- I want that, but I can't. Have, and then I'm not focused on the. Conversation. Are you given a plate? Could you could you load your plate a napkin? Up? No, oh, just, just a napkin. A napkin there is a way of kind of splaying the napkin open as much as possible, so you can use it as a bag. Yeah, but and then, then I, you could just fill it up. You can, but I always feel rude if I've got one piece already. Yeah. To then want to take another, particularly if I like the thing that's on the tray, mm-hmm. I don't want to just have one. I want to have two. You right. know, if it's a buffet, there's no judgment. I'm standing by the table. Yeah. If you want to talk to me, I'm by the buffet table. That's okay. where I'll be because I love. A buffet. Buffet. I don't. Food. We've we've discussed this. I don't like a buffet. I don't, I don't know, know how, discussed... as a vegetarian, you can like a buffet because. Have we discussed how much I love a buffet? Yeah, I think oh. so. And it probably ended up talking about potatoes. Love a buffet. Oh, I love a volavant. No, we've. Di- it is dry nonsense with a tiny bit of moisture. We have discussed this because my friend calls them vomit vons. 
I love them. No, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, vomit once. Yeah, well, there you go. I love them. No, no I love no. a buffet. No. I don't like eating in front of other people. You don't. I noticed that the night when you had a salad in front of me. Yeah. And you in the cafe. I didn't like that. You start for a very long time. It was like you had to build yourself up. Yeah, it's coming. The lettuce is going to go rough. Especially a salad because you're going to end up with leaves coming out your mouth mm. while you're eating. I don't yeah, like that. I don't mind that. What I didn't like about that salad was it had too much iceberg lettuce in. And an iceberg lettuce is Which just... Which you get putting on my plate. Yes. Why did you think I would want that? Well, you... Yeah, I we had a go, I, did you have the goat's cheese salad? No, I had <laughs> podcasting gold. <laughs> what salad did you eat? I had the halloumi. But I the thing is, when the goat's cheese is gone, yeah. what's the point? Exactly. I was, I was done at that point. I know. And the thing about iceberg lettuce, which I will finish the point on, is it's just like eating water. Yeah, well done. I, I mean, I feel like we could go into more here. I mean, in many ways, it's just the tip of the iceberg, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you are on fire. Shut up. Parties, let me get my questions up. I I wrote all the questions this week. Just wanna just wanna say that. I think parties are I think they are a sort of a <laughs> like you just glaze over that. What? I wrote all the questions. You did write quite a lot of questions, but oh. then then I have look, I've typed things out and everything. I've actually got Question typed out parties. notes. When you have a party, yeah. should people clean up after themselves? No. Nope. No, I like it if people do you know I had a party on Saturday if people want to take in a few things to the kitchen on their way out Mm -hmm. that's lovely that's fine Mm -hmm. but it makes me uncomfortable when people start proper clearing up because it makes me feel inadequate yes it makes me think that other people are wrapping up my party when I'm not ready for it to quite be wrapped up yet I feel like that and also I am fully of the opinion that parties should not unless you're hiring a hall parties should not be cleared up till the next day yep I agree. I don't want to think about clearing stuff up to the next day. No. I don't care if there's stuff outside and it's raining. I don't care. At that point, I'm drunk. I'm having a good time. Mm-hmm. And then you've got that beautiful little core group at the end of a party. That's my favourite yeah. bit. When there's just a few left yeah. and you're really getting involved mm. and you're really quite mm. drunk at that point mm. and the conversation is flowing. Mm-hmm. And then I don't want to be tidying up. No, I don't want to be tidying up either. And people like, like I've got really good friends who are really clean people. They're really tidy people. They'll clean up during the party. When we left, everything's tidied up. And I'm like, that'd be quite nice to wake up to that sometimes. Is, that would be. Yeah. I mean, when I woke up on on Sunday after, I mean, it was horrific, yeah, frankly. It, but yeah. then I just went out for the day and I didn't actually tidy up until yesterday. Exactly. Cause and it's fine. Matter. It's fine. Because you put so much preparation into a party. Oh. And if you're putting all that preparation into a party to making food and get around, this was a kid's party as well, so it was all that stuff that I was making. To spend all that time, I want to actually enjoy the few hours yeah, of this party I that I've been planning Me too. I'm all rather than that. having a couple of hours of enjoyment and then, you. oh, now we've got to start packing it all up again. I'm with you. What's the point? What is the point? Do you think the parties are a bit of a test of people's social skills? But a little bit of an unfair test of people's social skills because there are some people who are fantastic at parties in a group but not very good at one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people, sort of introverts, I guess, who are, who are the opposite or who are, or who are better one-on-one but can't really do a party. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if people, if people are kind of viewed, oh, he's, like, he's a really kind of sociable guy, he's great at a party. But then I'd prefer someone who's good one-on-one mm. who can turn that on just for me mm. and rather than just being like the show off in the middle of the room does that make sense yeah because some people li- like have so much social anxiety that when they go to party they're like dying inside and i've yeah. had moments like that like i come across as very like i can chat like I, i'm quite good in a group i'm quite good one-to-one you know i'm all mm. right i can yeah. manage it you know i'm all, I'm all right <laughs> but i can get that if you're in like in a bit of a 
panicky space or whatever and you walk into a party yeah it can be quite imitating intimidating and uh i feel like because uh, i'm so want to be liked you know i think we all want a bit of like that in life yeah i sometimes feel like oh i think i might be boring them a little bit especially if you've got something yeah. else going on you know or yeah. whatever so i think it is that is a harsh thing to say, but i do uh, and that is difficult when you have got other stuff going on in your lives most people have but yeah. you know your sister's very poorly at the moment and then to have to go to the party and kind of turn it on because otherwise you do think oh I'm going to be imprinted in these people's minds forever as like the dull person yeah, at that party right. that they met Yeah. so you kind of have to put all that aside but in a way that's good isn't it in a way it's yeah. good to go you know what This in this moment I'm okay in this moment she's safe and it's fine you know what I mean so yeah. I think sometimes it's good to have that distraction and a party can be really good for that you know yeah. I think sometimes, and I, I mean, I, for me, a party is just a really great chat, and I love a great chat. You know, it's fun. I do, but I, I, I don't like a party with too many people because you don't get to talk enough yeah. to everyone. And yeah. I feel that if you have to talk to everyone there, then the conversation ends up being quite light with everyone. You had a good time? You had a good week? What's going on? And then you kind of think, oh, I better move on to the next person. You want to dig. Whereas I want to dig. dig a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the conversation that I enjoy. Interesting. And that's why I like that core group at the end. But I always have after-party anxiety, and part of that is that I didn't talk to people enough. Oh, really? Oh, every time. Oh. I, I never sleep well after a party. I'm always thinking, why the hell did I say that? Yeah. Why did I do that? And also, oh, God, I didn't really speak to that person I really wanted to, yeah. and I should have done. Yeah, my but own... I was in party mode, and they're going through a thing, and I didn't really go into it with them. Sure. My always concern is I've talked too much. Yeah. <laughs> To been, one person. Or to anyone. Like, because I, I do, yeah. you know, I do talk. Is your concern that you've annoyed the one person you're speaking to or you've annoyed other people for not speaking to them or both? <laughs> a bit of both. It could be depending on your mood. God, I mean, good Lord. I think the, yeah, I think the pressure... I prefer a party to one-on-one. I find it easier. Do you? No, I don't prefer it. I find it easier because I'm an introvert who's a show-off. Yeah, see, I'm, yeah, I'm that though. So I if I'm so. having, you know, if I'm meeting someone for coffee, I'll get very nervous about that. Yeah, I think I'm I'll enjoy it, yeah, but yeah. the first hour will be a bit like, oh my God, I'm gonna, they like me, do that? Is this mm. going well? Mm-hmm. Whereas in a party, I can show off a little show bit. Show off, yeah. And I haven't got to like, have eye contact with anyone. Do you feel but you then need... I get the anxiety afterwards. Do you feel it's your responsibility at a party for everyone to have a good time? If, if they're at my party, party yeah. yes, definitely. Because it's not, I mean, it's clearly not. Uh, that's mm, no well it depends on what, you know, what kind of space they're in but I, I still think that yeah it is a bit of a responsibility mm, I'm not like I know I, I, I can throw a good party like, I, I'm quite good and at if it. you've got like one or two people who clearly aren't in the group because they don't know people it is your responsibility as the party host to go and find them and, do, though, and see they're okay you don't do that. I don't do you don't you don't introduce anyone at a party oh no I know I don't introduce people no, but I'm... I do go I, I make a thing about saying I'm not going to introduce people so introduce yourself to yeah. each other because there was too many people here yeah and also I'm not going to remember names I know that's always awkward <laughs> and I'd rather I'll, not yes. get it wrong and yeah. just kind of slowly kind See, of heard people in the right direction I always introduce everyone always at a party and then I have that awful moment are you saying you're better than me clearly and but I have that moment <laughs> that hanging on the edge moment I'm at the edge of a cliff yeah. because I can't remember that person's name right as it's coming and it's coming and yeah. it's coming yeah. nine times out of ten it comes but when it doesn't come it's awkward yeah. you know that person for years and you are yes you are it's exactly who you are you know it's really because yeah. you can't go this is darling this no is- <laughs> no you know, you know you can't do that in that no moment. but equally like like at this party there was there was a woman who didn't really know anyone else and uh, and so I did make sure that I spent a lot of time with her ah, because so you, you, feel, find, you find so the person who's on their own and then and you kind of bring them in towards other people you feel it's your responsibility at other people's parties to do that so do you um, 
sometimes my dad's very good at that yeah. at any party uh, he will just look for the person who's not chatting yeah. and he'll make it an effort to have a chat with them <laughs> that will be to. his aim yeah. even if they don't want to even if they're the meanest I'm going to make you chat yeah me. we are going love to chat that. love that I, yeah, I, I'm quite good at that, I think. Am I, would you say I'm quite good at that? Quite oh, of course you are. You're very good at that. And you know you are. You're so fishing right now. You're, you're a very good host. Fishing, I'm you're desperate, tired, desperate, yes. I'm not a great host. I think you're a great host. I'm all right, but I'm quite lazy. I don't like getting people drinks. When no. they first come in, I'm like, let me get you a drink. And I hate that bit. The key now, When, when yeah. everyone's had one drink, I'll go around with a jug of Pims or whatever. But basically at that point, I'm quite resentful no. if people go, can you go and get me a drink? The key to like, that. No, no, at this point. Yeah. Get your own bloody drink. The key to that is have a drinks table. I have just known Yeah, that. but even if you do, people are still like, no, oh, have you got any? You have Can a, you get... You have a drinks table and you have every, like, you have all the drinks you have in a bucket or a cooler. Yeah. And then they they go, they're just naturally drawn to do it themselves because it's all there, especially if you make it look pretty. I found that is the key. I feel like you're telling me how to run a best party and I think I did do it. <laughs> you did it. Did oh, I just sorry. not say? I yeah, but now you're looking at me host. and saying, no, if you do this, if you actually make it look pretty... <laughs> And actually do your job, <laughs> then I think you're fine. I'm actually saying to the guests that they naturally gravitate to my beautiful tables. Is all I'm saying. Do you think, all my husband very much does, that there should be a time limit on social occasions? No, that pisses me off. My husband is very much, he I is. think Will Self also believes this, that parties should be no more than like three hours. Nope. And then everyone should just go home. Yeah, I've got a mate does that. Like, the, like She's like, the carriages will be collecting you. And I'm like, no, well, I, well, I, I will, will go tell you when, when I am good and ready. <laughs> I, I, because sometimes I'm at a party and I'm just like, I am the last bugger here. Do you know what I mean? I'm thinking, I like to be the last person. Yeah, it's very rare for me to Because often I'm early. not, re- like I'm having a good time, but it's, it hits about 11 and then I think yeah. I'm really yeah. having a good time I get now. that second wind. Yeah. Isn't that weird, that second wind? Like, that's a real fact. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Like, I mean, what is it? What happens when all of a sudden you're yeah. tired, you're tired, a little tired, you're tired. tired. Oh, yeah. I'm pepped up oh, again. Oh, hello. Yeah, that's alcohol, Sweeney. <laughs> that's what that is. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah, I well, love that. that. Can to me with My that sister-in-law's the same. She says she's always the last to leave a party, and her, and her husband likes to go like a lot earlier See, as well. I'm quite lucky with my husband because he's he's the last one too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, don't tell me when to leave a party. No, no. You can, you can just go on and on. So I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, go on. Your turn. Oh, sorry. Questions. Sorry, my phone. Oh, here we go. I had a technical malfunction. Did you? Yeah. Okay. I was, also, I was reading a text. <laughs> Oh, I thought that was a euphemism for you pissed yourself. It's <laughs> slight technical malfunction. Someone asked me um, at your party actually if I if I if like I weed myself and stuff like that just so I could talk about the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. I do. Yeah, all you just for go this. to Iceland and think, you know what? This will be hilarious. I'll get my piss in the corner because yeah. that's gonna make for a good podcast. That's brilliant. Um, you're listening to Don't Laugh But, two women talking with enthusiasm about what they reckon, as if it in some way matters. What kills a party vibe? What kills a party vibe? So, we were talking about bad parties. and Yeah, no, say, if you've ever been to a party and you're like, oh, shit. If I am asked to take my shoes off oh, when I go into a party, that's an immediate, that. like, yeah. this is going to be a challenge yeah. to have fun here. Yeah. Frankly. <laughs> 
and also then I'll realise I've got holes in my socks so yeah because I've always got holes in my socks yeah I mean you're um, not in love of a pedicure anyway are you so? I'm not in love I don't need it I have naturally beautiful toenails <laughs> Right, I don't need to paint them yellow like you did last week. <laughs> love it. I it love looked like you had a fungal infection. No, it's bright Why yellow. Why would you pay someone? It was sunflower Did you do it yourself yellow. or did you pay someone to do that? I paid to inflict that, that on you? Yeah, you paid someone you have... to make you look like you've got a foot fungal infection. What did you do about hard skin? I don't have hard skin. Of course everyone I has hard soft, skin. soft, baby-like <laughs> heels. Ow. And toes. Okay. You, you, yeah, you must. I bet you've got some calluses on there. No, they're beautiful. Callous. Nothing callous about me. I what? Well, I love it. I love it. If there's a fight at a party, do you? I get really excited at your party? Oh well, at my our party. A party. Are like, you talking a fist fight or, don't or mind. shouting kind like, of? If my kids are there, I won't want to have a fist fight. Like, I only want to have a fist fight. I'm you like, think? But I'd be quite excited. Like yeah, like I, I don't think I've ever been at a party with a fight. Or have I? I got, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, or someone, or how I many li- have you been to where there's been a fight? Oh, I've been to a couple. Or I like it if like the host start falling out. That's quite funny too. <laughs> they start snipping at each other. Yeah, no, Susan, <laughs> you get the you get the sausage rolls out. I love that. Yeah, that's like, always quite fun. Yeah. No, I wouldn't like a f- no, 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 no. Oh. Do you think that? Yeah, by the way, I was going to talk about weddings, but then I thought actually we're going to do a whole separate one on weddings. Oh, I had yeah. someone write in about weddings and actually I thought that's going to be a whole... Because I think wedding stories are a whole separate thing. Is that yeah. okay? Yeah. But I will mention New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. New- oh. Do you think there is way too much pressure put on New Year's Eve Clearly. to the point where it's actually quite difficult to have an enjoyable New yeah, Year's absolutely. Eve? absolutely. Because the whole time you're just thinking it's New Year's Eve. I'm not having enough fun. We have the this best should time be ever. the best time. Absolutely. I used to feel like that. I feel like that less now. Oh, really? And I used to but dress like, up. Early twenties was real, like yeah. And I used to dress up so much on New Year's <coughs> Eve, like like really, like right. you know, go to town and like want to have the best night ever. And and it, someone ended up crying at half nine. I stayed in for the first time last year. Did you? How was that? I loved it. No, loved it. No, we stayed in once in our early twenties, and it was the most miserable night it's ever. And we lived above a restaurant, and oh. we just heard all the noise fun, of everyone fun, having fun. this wonderful party downstairs. Yeah, and you had FOMO. The worst New Year's Eve that we went to was uh, Millennium. Ah, the biggest pressure on everyone. You know, tonight mm. we're going to party like it's nineteen ninety nine, and it was just the shitest party. Because all our friends, we didn't have any money at the time, had gone to like London, Edinburgh, they're doing all the big things. So there was just a few of us left in this little house party, all feeling like they're rejected. Yeah. And it was one of those times where no matter, you know, sometimes you can just have a couple of drinks and because you're, you're in the right vibe, you feel like on top of the world, you feel yeah. buzzing. No matter how much I drunk, and I drunk a lot. You can't. There was just that. Nothing. Why is it not getting better? I know. I'm drinking loads. Yeah. In fact, it's getting Why worse. Why is it not getting yeah, better? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. And at midnight, uh, Matt and uh, a couple of our mates that were there, just because we were having such a rubbish time, thought we've got to do something to make this memorable because it's, it's millennium. Yeah. So they stripped down and ran down the street, uh, but not even stripped properly. They still had their pants on. So even that was lame. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But in a way, is it not better to have that memory of something memorably awful? Mm. Than having like, oh yeah, we went to London, I can't really remember it. Oh, we went to Edinburgh. And... Well. Or am I trying to make something out of what well, was just... Well, my millennium. Quite I just, a tragic night. I had a party as well. Yeah. On the millennium. Was it good? 
It was all I twisted my ankle and touched someone's fake breasts. Okay. You know. Uh, was that all all of a piece? You twisted it and fell into the fake breasts? <laughs> she, it was a whole weird like scenario. So this, she was a stripper. Mm-hmm. She came to my party and she was... To strip? No, not but to She was strip. off duty. She Fine. was retired. Yeah. And she was talking about breasts and she went, look, you just might as well touch them because they're like really nice to touch. Okay. And I thought, well, I'm in my kitchen. She went, doesn't matter, I might. And then she took a top off and I touched her naked breast. Okay. Hmm. And then I think I twisted my ankle after that. I was wearing some awful shoes. <laughs> I'm just still taking that in. Did anyone walk in at that moment? Please tell me they did. Um, I don't know. I can't. I think there was someone else in and there. And whoa, hang me. on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How did they feel? They were quite hard, if I'm honest. I've it's, heard that. It was 2000 as well, so it's not like we know. Yeah. It's not like what? Mm-mm. There's been well, improvements in yeah, breast now implants. There is, yeah, yeah okay, there has. And she, uh, and it was weird because she was one of my dearest friends. <laughs> I've said this to you before. No one uses the phrase dearest friend if they're under the age of 60. Like, okay. my very, very dearest friend. She was so dear to me. It was her friends, her husband's ex-wife. And I'm like, why are you my party anyway? Oh, sorry, sorry. oh. Why are you a weird party anyway? No, um, if you say the clean version, don't beep yourself. Just say it again so I can cut out the other bit. Don't... Don't say the beep. <laughs> Just why were you at my party? That's fine. Why? Why are you at my party? And why am I feeling your breasts? You know, like it was like the weirdest, surrealist night. That does sound quite strange. Okay. Um. <laughs> Should we read out some of our listeners? Yeah, I've, I've got a couple yeah, of things here. Let's read them. Okay. So I'm going to try and not mention who they're from. However, I am going to say this first one is from my sister-in-law. It's pertinent because my husband's dad is a vicar. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is my husband's sister, okay. whose dad is also a vicar. Uh-huh. She says, my most embarrassing party in memory was my 21st birthday party where my uni friends uh-huh. decided it would be funny to get me a vicar strippogram. Bearing in mind, her dad is a vicar. Aww. Okay. Uh-huh. And one particular of said friends decided to pay him extra to strip fully because obviously I've always fancied vicars. <laughs> she says with an eye roll emoji there, uh-huh, which I uh-huh. appreciated. Uh-huh. I'd already vomited on my own feet in the club. That's always good. And then he threw me over his shoulder, naked apart from the dog collar, him, not me. Oh. Hazy but horrific memories of elastic bands around his manhood to keep it semi erect. Oh. I didn't know that was a thing. And also, I was thinking about that. Where would you tie the elastic? Is it How... the tip or the. Would you tie it around or are you kind of anchoring it to his neck so when he looks up, it brings <laughs> some like puppet effect? Oh. Anyway, uh, she says, seriously, these people call, my, they call themselves my friends. Um, she says, this is the first time I've shared this story. I think <laughs> I still shudder when I think of it. I bet she does. Does anyone enjoy private strippers, though? Does I mean, anyone? Strip, club, strip clubs aside, for hen nights and stuff. You nothing, see the hen just suffering. There's nothing right about it. Nobody. I mean, it's humiliation. We've discussed this before. Even when you love somebody, mm-hmm. their bits in your face is not something you ever no. really get excited about. There's no. nothing about a penis that really excites many people. No, but is it supposed to be oh. funny? Oh, because it's whole... not it's humiliating and also why on earth did someone went you know what I'm going to do yeah I'm going to dress as a vicar yeah because that is sexy yeah 
And then I'm going to take and my clothes dad's off. A vicar. And like, her what, dad's a vicar. Where, where, where's the thought it's process just, there? No, there's just nothing right about that. Oh, it's made a little bit of bile come up. For yeah, me, I know. I uh, yeah, no. Wow. This one's good. I've got more. Go on. Well, this one's here. I thought was quite fun. Mm-hmm. So this uh, fella here had a had a crush. He's now gone on to marry this woman. Went to a party. Okay. And he'd gone to the party, and he was didn't really sort of know anyone at the party, and he and he thought, you know, he's we'd like sort of cool and go, no, I can open the champagne for you. Okay. As he opened the champagne. So he's trying to impress his lady friend. Trying to impress his lady friend, trying to look all cool. He literally opened the champagne and champagne went all over the women that he was trying to impress. That's not good. Went into school the next day. It was snowing. Mm -hmm. They decided to walk home together. Uh The girl he was trying to impress at the party relayed a story about the party the night before going, oh, can you believe that loads of shoes went missing at the party? Yeah. And he was all like, oh, my shoes are a bit tight. He realised he had stolen. Oh. Not stolen, Swat accidentally put on a pair of shoes from the party. That weren't his. That weren't his. So so not that only is, had he oh. sprayed this poor girl, looked a twat at the party, he'd also stolen some poor sets of shoes. stolen someone's shoe. How would you not know? But then he went on to marry her. He must it's have the skills. Ending. He it's must have the charm. How could you go stuff? home with someone else's shoes? Hey, see, that's a bad party. They've been mm. told to take their shoes, shoes off at the off. beginning. Yeah, that's never going to end well. He'd gone home in someone else's shoes after school. That spring. is a tragic ending. Beautiful. Well, it's a, that's a happy ending because they got married. Mm. Um, I have one uh, here. So we went to a house party. One of our friends got very drunk on gin, mm-hmm. mixing the cans of gin with extra shots of gin. They always know you're at a good party when it's good. Right, let's get some alcohol. Let's put some more alcohol in it because uh-huh, uh-huh. that'll make it better. One of our mutual friends had worn her favourite leather jacket to the party. She decided after a few drinks to model the jacket, so she put it on. Then the zip got stuck. Was then that all hell broke loose. Our very, very drunk friend, there's another friend, then tried to help get her out of the jacket. So she zipped in to her favourite jacket. But instead of taking the zip down, she kept zipping it up. The friend who owned the jacket was crying at this point as she thought she was going to have to be cut out of the jacket. And our drunk friend just kept continuing to zip it up. We were all crying with laughter as she was crying in sheer horror. Her beautiful mahoosive norks were exploding out of their red leather binding. Eventually, I think one of the bystanders, not me, I was trying not to pee myself, decided to step in and try and release our friend from the jacket. Moral of the story, don't wear your favourite jacket when a gincident is about to happen. Love a gincident. The first thing there is the genius of the word gincident, which I'm going to be using a lot from now on. Love it. Secondly, I love the way that she's totally unremorseful, the writer of this, about pissing herself laughing when her her friend was weeping in fear and pain about having her tits zipped together yeah um, but we do I mean it's that, one thing we? to laugh at the time at the party but to still to continue no. to just go no that was chuffing hilarious that we was do that, though, I love that we do that we do with someone <laughs> when you're drunk it doesn't matter if someone else is in pain if it's hilarious it's just funny it's hilarious yeah to know? the point where you just you literally can't help them yeah, yeah because yeah. you're just laughing too totally. much totally yeah. yeah yeah. so I like that gincident though a gincident that's Genius. beautiful I went to a party once and I decided don't eat a cashew while you're talking we can hear the crunching mm, sorry I felt I needed one curly whirlies and cashews that was your morning snack all about the seas so uh, I'm at a party we thought it would be hilarious to, to sort of take some things from the road so we of course told the you know the the cones. The cones. Classic. <laughs> yeah. Running. And then um, I wet myself on the way home. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's a theme with your anecdotes, isn't it? Partly They could start off with anything. 
You know, is that Buckingham Palace and then? I went myself. Partly through fear and partly through excitement of stealing this, got back to the party and then I hadn't got any excited to take my knickers off and then we made up a song going, <laughs> I've got my knickers on, have you got your knickers on? And the whole party <laughs> ended up singing about me and my knickers. That is, like, really? You're happy for that to go out there? Yeah. yeah? It's a fun party. That's going to be one of the stories where my husband listens later and goes, is Kirsty, is she happy to put that out there? I'm just worried for her. It's fine. Hang on, how old were you there? Um, be about 20. Old enough to know better. Yeah, I'm at a party. Yeah, and also we get worried about the CCTV as so well. I started to cover my face. When does stealing cones become not Oh, funny? I don't know. Why do 21? Yeah. So, you know, and also, anyway, so here, I've got this one, right? So... Uh, this person, she generally falls asleep right at parties, which is always embarrassing, particularly when people put items on the face and take a photo. Yeah, I actually know. I I know who this is. It's quite amusing. This and she um, she fell asleep at one of was, my. Did you do it? Did you put stuff on her face? No, but I did video her because it was really funny. <laughs> oh. So she so she gets very drunk. She falls asleep. God love her. Mm-hmm. She was working in the Met at the time. Police. Yeah. I think that has something to do with it because I, I went to wake her up. I thought, oh, I said, it's Teresa. Teresa, Teresa, Teresa. So I was videoing it because mm-hmm. it was funny. Mm-hmm. And she just, in her sleep, she went, Sleepy 2929. <laughs> and then she woke up, it was like, Sleepy 292. What are you talking about? She's just giggling. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And I videoed that and put it on Facebook. I think that's fair. Yeah. So I think she's having a dig at me there, maybe. Well, when you know, when people do that, like, has, have you ever put anyone's hand in the water? Yeah, it makes them wee. Have they, has anyone actually wee themselves? I think it does work. It has to be warm water. I mean, are you just going around with your hand in a bag of warm water a lot? Is, <laughs> that, the, is that the problem? Maybe that's the problem. Maybe. Maybe mm, you need I'll to look into that. i take my hand out. <laughs> this was the gross one. As a teenager, I had a small python snake. Oh, that's stop right there. Yeah. Oh, you, do you not like snakes? Oh, you're going to love this then. I don't mind snakes, but I don't understand why people love snakes. I don't understand why people love snakes. Oh. I don't mind them. Anyway, oh. I had a small python snake and it had died. Oh. Oh. Um, I used to do talks at primary schools and I thought that I might be able to use the snake in these talks. Maybe just just the skin or get it stuffed, not just showing a rotting snake corpse to children. At least oh. he thought that through. Nice. Um, and so I'd put the snake in the freezer. Okay. okay. First the thing, the it's not going to end well. Don't put a dead snake... In the freezer. In the freezer. No, don't do that. Well, imagine if you went to someone's freezer to get some ice out of a party mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. there was a corpse of a snake there. Yeah. You would expect in the next drawdown to find, like... A head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A, a severed hand or something. Yes. Okay. I had a, in brackets, not very good friend who mm. I invited to the party. He used to drink way too much and do weird things. Later in the evening, after he'd had a lot to drink, I realised that he wasn't around. I went to look for him and found him sitting in front of the open freezer alone taking a proper bite out of the frozen snake no you that's shocking <laughs> I, I like that that he put that it was a proper bite like yeah like, not, not just, just a nibble, a nibble. Just just that, that would be fine he wasn't just licking it you know like, I mean, if he was licking it it would be bad enough and he if was... you're going to eat a reptile a proper bite is the way to go well, I mean, if clearly. you're going to commit to that commit. you've got to commit all the way commit. frankly uh how, what did he, he said, I went mental and put the snake back and took him upstairs. I guess he was still hungry, though, because he then took a, took a raw rack of ribs from the upstairs fridge. Well, hang on a minute. Who has an upstairs fridge? Yeah. So um, In the bedroom. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. Anyway, from the upstairs fridge, uh, ate that, promptly threw up in the sink, blocking it, so we had to call Plumber out oh, the next day. No, 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 no. no. This, is, this is wrong on countless levels. He said, I, uh, my parents weren't happy with me, you think? Oh, really? 
But his parents have let him keep a dead snake in a freezer, freezer. so I don't think they've got a leg to stand on, frankly. No, and they've let him keep a fridge in the bedroom. That's weird. Yeah. And Uh, and I didn't invite him to any more parties. Well, obviously. Come on. But didn't know he ate a raw rack of ribs. Yeah, and then threw up. Are ribs from a cow or beef, are they? Beef, I think. I don't know. Two vegetarians discussing meat. I don't know. I've never eaten ribs. Like, is that man a vampire, maybe? It could possibly be. That's the only answer that I can come up with that makes any kind of sense to me. I was once at a party when uh, I was a teenager when a a guy friend of mine threw up and there was a worm in his sick. So he had... uh, (laughs) He'd found a bottle earlier out out in the garden and drunk it and there'd clearly been a worm in it. He threw it up. That's a really gross story now. I've said that out loud. I apologise for that. Oh, oh, horrendous. Oh, my goodness. We've gone from a snake-eating so vampire to a male-drinking worm. I'm feed. sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh. That's... I tell you, shall I turn it around? I've got... I can't believe that someone ate a snake. I just think that we need to get to the... I hope social services were called, is all I'm saying, because the man ate a snake. The snake was dead. He ate a... It doesn't matter. <laughs> the death of the snake has no consequences or bearing oh, on I the I thought story. you were saying RSPCA. I thought, no. what are you going to do? Sorry, social service. Right, okay. Oh, so if the snake was alive, I mean, of course, that yeah. would still be bad. But if the snake was dead, he still ate a snake. I know, he was very drunk. Um, How drunk do you have to be to eat a snake? I know, yeah, there's drunk and then there's just, that's just crazy, isn't it? This is actually a really good point. Uh, she says, I don't attend many parties these days, and so the ones I do get to go to are usually for kids. That's a god, kids' parties are a whole lot. Mm. Anyway, so I have a bit of a children's party complaint. My four year old, four years old, my four year old went to a party this year to which only girls were invited. It was a princess themed party. They were greeted by princesses, served tea and cake at a wedding type table setting, taught to curtsy and waltz by the princesses, and other such princess themed activities, including makeup. Dancing at a coronation of the birthday girl. Ooh. And as she's put here, I thought we were past this in society. Why only by girls? Do we want to teach our children to divide by gender at such a young age or at all? Don't children just want to run around with their mates and eat junk food? And when are kids ever, ever do. in their life going to need to curtsy or waltz? Um, exactly. It's My it's... daughter would throw up in her hair if she had to go to a party like that. Yeah. She would struggle with that so much. I know. I mean, it's just, it's just wrong. Hang on. Since then, I've heard of other girls having such parties and spoken to the parents of boys who were sad not to have been invited to their friend's party. I mean, yeah, very strange to just say that only girls are coming to the party. Now, if you've got a daughter who's only friends with girls, I guess that's fine. But to say this is a female-only party because only girls... Firstly, I know a charming three-year-old boy who loves wearing dresses. And why not? And just to, to kind of like to rule that out. But secondly, just to kind of reinforce that view to a four-year-old. Well, I think it's The princessy, makeup-y yeah. kind of, that this is where it's at for fun. But we have to be careful. We have to be careful with this because the first one being, whoever you want to have at your party is your choice, period. You know what I mean? Really, if it's your birthday, you can really have who you want. But is that the kid? That's not the kids. The kid is four. Yeah. They're not the choosing. They're not saying, Absolutely. come here. I would like to have an only girls party. Absolutely. That's the parents. I mean, I am. Yeah, I do get absolutely. We shouldn't be, you know, we don't need to keep reinforcing the girls like makeup and girls like that. But if the girl's into that, that's okay as well. As a woman, we oh, yeah. want to go, yeah, yeah. that's okay the to be that. A four-year-old? I know, four, her age is the problematic issue there. I see that clearly. But I just think, I just, I, just, I don't want to be the one. 
the woman who goes, I want to be the woman who goes, let's embrace all, which we've talked about lots in the, in the podcast. Absolutely. You know? I just I just think at that young age, that is, that is reinforcing yeah, a view just, of yeah, femininity. Because yeah. four-year-olds There's generally want to run around climbing trees yes. and get, get covered Dirty. in mud, yeah, whatever gender they are. Mm. And, but equally, as I say, I know little boys who would be just as happy in a dress. To, 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 to reinforce that as a gender thing. You're very right. I think right, that's yeah, the problem. Yeah. Have that a princess party, but invite boys as well. Yeah. Or don't have a princess party and invite everyone. Like, you can't. Yeah, I see what you're it's saying. It's just girls because we're doing princessy things. And yeah. That's just for girls. Yeah, you You've got another good one, and then, uh, and then we'll come on. Well, this story is fabulous. I'm going to read the story because I think this this has got a lot of detail, and I don't want to just give it an overview. Do it. It was New Year's Eve. They were in fancy dress. So she, my friend has just shared this with me. Hang on, can I stop you there? Do you know how to read? <laughs> <laughs> Start at the beginning. My friend had just shared this with me. It was New Year's Eve. They were in fancy dress. Her kids were about five and seven. Both parents had way too much to drink and they were walking home, trying to look sober. She remembers a little voice saying, Mummy, you're pushing me into the road. So she keeps straightens up and keeps walking. <laughs> then the little, I like it when you do the voices. Then the little voice pipes up. Where's Daddy? <laughs> Daddy was about six foot five and dressed as a penguin. This man sounds amazing. Complete with flippers on his giant feet. Diving flippers. Oh, really? Looking around, Daddy's nowhere to be seen. And they noticed said flippers sticking up in the air out of someone's driveway. Staying with her five-year-old son, she sends her daughter to run and see if Daddy's okay. Patter, patter, patter. (laughs) Off she runs. Then she runs back. Daddy's asleep. Oh. Okay, go back and wake him up. (laughs) This went on for a while. Until she went, actually, Daddy's really asleep. And Daddy was fast asleep. Oh, no, in someone's drive. In someone's drive. With massive flippers on, dressed as a penguin. Yeah, in the end, she woke up a neighbour who sat with the kids in their front garden while she woke up her husband and walked back home. All the while, he's saying, my knee is sticky. Nice voice. Mm. So she gets the kids home and goes up to bed. And to her horror, she sobers up immediately as she stands there to see her naked husband (laughs) poking his knee, saying... I can see my kneecap. So he can see the bone. He can see the bone of his kneecap. Oh, and sure come enough, on. enough, she too can see his kneecap. And another friend drives him to casualty for over 50 stitches oh. in the knee area. You think how big your knee is? 50 stitches. Yeah. That's a lot of stitches. That's a lot of stitches. That's a great story. And I'd just like to say... Any man that goes to a party dressed as a penguin with flippers on is a legend in my eyes. It reminds me, I, I spoke to a, um, a taxi driver a couple of weeks ago. Funnily enough, he was giving me a lift somewhere. Yeah. And he was telling me that the night before he'd been, he'd taken a, a quite a, quite a well-to-do couple sort of in their 60s mm-hmm. to a wedding. I think it was their son's wedding or something like that. And uh, he'd taken them there at the beginning of the evening and uh, they sort of said, oh, we, don't, we don't often drink, but we'll probably have one or two because it is our son's, you know, wedding. Mm-hmm. And he picked them up at the end of the evening and they, they'd seemed sort of all right, but he, he had an inkling that they were pretending to be sober and uh, got them in the car, got them home. And uh, <laughs> basically they both were sitting in the back. They both opened the doors at the same time and they both fell out the car. 
<laughs> into two bushes either side of the car at the same time and literally just had their feet sticking up because oh. they were completely off their tits and not used to being drunk. Love that. And he just said, I had that moment where I was like, I don't know which Who's one to first? save first because oh, there's just them. two sets of feet sticking out of bushes. I love that. Yeah. That's, a, that's great. So I always know that it's been a good party mm-hmm. for me. If my mum's there mm-hmm. and she ends up singing Michael Bolton at the right. end of the night because my mum... Does it have to be Michael Bolton? Yeah, for her, yeah, it's generally how am I supposed to live without you, (laughs) Michael Bolton? And she'll stand in a like like in a kind of pose that her arms and the legs are out as far as I I can go. I did witness a bit of Rowena singing the other day, and it was um, was special. Yes, it's it's, yeah, it started when when I think it was at her either fortieth, I think it was her fortieth, or it's either her fortieth or her her fortieth, I think. And she started doing it then. Hang on, she started doing this? I mean, she, my mum's always but, been a bit of a drink. Is she, I mean, my mum... Yeah, but it was a knowingly, like, I'm going to start this tradition. I, from now on, I'm going to sing Michael Bolton at the end of a party. It wasn't a knowing. No, with my, my limbs splayed. My mum this is, a, is what I'm going to do from now on. Like, my mum is a, like an avid non-smoker. But she had a cigarette in hand really? at the time and started singing. I just like that she suddenly decided that yeah. this is the time. And then, but since... Since then, Since you know, that's the sign. I'm like, oh, it's gonna be Michael Bolton moment. Yeah. Do you like an organized, like organized entertainment at a party? Uh, no, I don't. My friend, but then my friend does it, and it's quite fun when she does do. It, but no, what, I what don't. What does she do? She'll do make it like we've new we've had quite a few New Year's Eve things with mm-hmm. her, and she'll make us do games. Yeah, I don't mind a game. Yeah, it depends on the game. If it's a small dinner party and it's playing something like what's that card Cards Against Humanity which right. is funny yeah no she'll make you do that's balloons that's funny like passing but I was going to say anything like pla- passing balloons from chin chest to chest or no I mean if that's a very small group of like four or six of you and you're all very drunk and it's done in the right, right. spirit that's fine but if that's in a room with people that you don't know that well mm. that's horrific yeah. that is my idea of a horrific evening yeah Okay, so that was that. I think I think we can probably wrap it up around I now. think parties do it or don't. Well done. Straight in there. There was a new little bit that I wanted to do at the end, which we had sort of discussed, oh, well, which I think we both enjoy, which oh. is, we're gonna, I'm going to call it Overheard Corner. Oh, oh, yeah. I've always liked when you hear little snippets of conversation, ladies and gentlemen, that you that you hear when you're, you're on a train or you're walking down the street and uh-huh. it, you, you didn't hear it in context, you have no idea... Mm-hmm. And it just leaves you a little bit, I'm going to say it, bewildered. Yeah. And I had a classic one of them this week, uh-huh. which was, you ready for this? I'm ready. So I had no context here. This is literally all I heard. Mm-hmm. But she developed a latex allergy in her late 30s. So that was the end of that. <laughs> I love that. That just left me going, oh, man, I just want to go, excuse me, I, I don't know you, but can you give me some more context there? Yeah. I love that. I have, I, yeah, I have. So a, that's called Over Her Corner. So if you, if you had anything I will, this week. I, will, I did hear one the other day where a woman was really shouting her husband. Well, I presume it was husband. It could have been a boyfriend, could have been a friend, I don't know. Uh-huh. But the, all I heard was, it's because of you I'm wearing this cardigan. <laughs> that is good. And because of you... That's better because it's so obscure. I'm wearing It's this because cardigan. of you that I'm wearing this cardigan. Yeah. <laughs> was that her winning blow in the argument? But that was it. That, that like, would win. Gosh, yeah. And he, and like, it, yeah. You've what? turned me into a cardigan wearer. Because of you, you did this. I'm wearing this cardigan. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So next week, 
Uh, we will be doing a subject that we haven't quite decided yet, but check us out on Facebook. We will put it in the in the next couple of days. Yeah, in the next couple of days we'll have. And if you have any stories, views, or opinions, you know, give them to us, and we'll talk. We'll talk about them. Email we'll read them us. out. Yeah, email. You can pop some messages on Facebook. You can email us. Kirsty will read them out in her in a beautiful dulcet tone. In my dulcet reading story voice. Yeah. Yeah, people. Like, you have a beautiful week. I've I've enjoyed this immensely. This yeah, week, Rebecca. It, it's been good fun. I, I really missed it last week. I missed I being did. with you, people. So it's good. Absolutely. To be back. Have a fantastic week. We it, miss you already. If you get a few minutes, do pop a little uh, review on uh, iTunes or on uh, any of our, any of our medium social media platforms that mm-hmm, we're on. Mm-hmm. We love to hear what you're thinking. You got any comments for us? Message us. We love to hear your Can thoughts. Skip to the end. We love you. <laughs> Take care. Take care. Goodbye. Bye bye. Bye now. Bye. Rebecca and Kirsty will be back next week to once again audibly spoon you with their firm yet malleable. Batterings.